So yep. uh, we we took uh, everyone. We took a month hi- hiatus, and wow, it's uh, been a month. Jeez, it's been about it's been around that long. And uh, you know, we got official uh, show number four going on tonight. Um, so you know, we got some great topics to talk about tonight. Um, obviously, uh, with everything that's going on going on over the last uh, three to four days with uh, NBA free agency. I only thought it fitting that we start we start there. Um, you know, I'm sure uh, Justin, you're uh, again. I, actually, I don't know how excited you really are with with what uh, is going on with your Lakers. Uh, I guess it could be some excitement, or like you know, it could be total opposite with uh, with uh, LeBron James and uh, your boy Lance Stevenson hanging out together for the next season. <laughs> Blowing uh, kisses to each so, other, uh, oh right? We'll, we'll see how all that works, and then you know that fuel of the fire. You got your guy, your guy Rondo and Lonzo Ball now. Going to be a nice little competition going there as well. So um, uh, the way I look at it for the Lakers, man, it can go either it can go one of two ways. I mean, it can go where the Lakers are back. You know, they're they're making a nice playoff run, or I mean, there could be some complete shit going on next season. I mean, behind the scenes, so. Uh, let's let's get the first thing out of the way. Your LBJ to LA. What's everyone think about that move? Justin, you get to do this first because this is your heart. This is your passion. Go. I mean, it used to be, and then uh, <laughs> to bend over, and it's bad right now. It's um, it's bad. Yeah. I think that what's what's tough is that I got I was at some party and like like my phone started blowing up. I was like, all right, well, I'm sure this is probably five or six just, people are. The- Maybe Kawhi got signed or something. Or you just felt but, popular. You just thought people liked you and wanted to text you at the same time because you were popular. No, no, it's not bad. I'm definitely yeah. not popular. I think that, that when I saw it, I was like, I, if I'm LeBron, I would have stayed put. I just would have said, you know what? Right. Right. Let me call it a career. I'm good. But at the same time, I mean, he signed on to play with – not Lonzo, but Lonzo's father uh, just strikes me as as they're going to have to trade a couple guys to even make room for other players. You've got JaVale McGee, who, who with Lance Stevenson. I, I, just don't, I just don't understand. Right now, I'm not really understanding it. Now, he's probably two years away anyway. So then I, if I'm LeBron, I wouldn't bother even playing hard next year because <laughs> at best, he's maybe the five seed, six seed in the West. Like, I mean, Utah is better than these guys are right now. Um, I don't know. I think that uh, I'm, I'm so angry with the NBA right now that that I'm not as caught up in LeBron being a Laker. I'm more caught up with how, how do we get like DeMarcus Cousins for like scraps of peanuts on for exception to add like one of the ten best players in the league. I don't. I don't even get it. Um, well, so. Yeah, just real quick. I mean, Chuck, I won't let you jump in, but just I do think the whole thing with Boogie going to good Golden State is um, the one thing that I think people that really love basketball and are passionate about basketball can, can get upset about right now is that the NBA has lost its they've lost the competitiveness of basketball, uh, where where a guy like Boogie could could have gone to another team for a ton of money, but he's selling out. 
to win a title. And so he, he's not really trying to compete to beat the best team. He just wants to join them so he can win a title. And that's where the NBA has moved to. It used to be fun to watch the NBA because guys wouldn't jump to teams and they would they, – they, they, people wanted to beat Jordan. They wanted to say they, 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 were, they were the ones that beat Jordan to try to get a title. So everyone stayed with their team to compete. Now it's totally flipped around where people are like, yo, man, I mean, the only way I'm going to win a title is if I jump off Golden State. So that's what I'm doing, homie. I'll see y'all later. And it's, it's gotten to that point where there's just, there's just no competitiveness in the NBA anymore. It's like four teams, and you know who's going to be there, and it stinks. What were you going to say, Chuck? Yeah, so the thing that I was reading about was how this is all a result of two years ago. You remember when they – I want to say they either upped the cap or they did uh, uh, something. And two years ago, people were paying Monopoly money for Luol Deng and for Joakim Noah and right. for dudes who were secondary-level players at best – Right. And then they it's almost like the housing market. And they sank all this crazy money into guys who weren't that good, but they had to like collectively pay overpriced for these guys if they were going to try to stay competitive. And now everybody has too much money locked up in trash. And then you got the flip side of the market where you've got low money coming in for quality. Now that doesn't say that that's what Boogie did, right? I think that part of his deal is they're paying him prorated for half a season plus or minus, right? They're paying him five, but he's not going to play until after the all-star game. Probably right, because right. the injury. Yeah. Right. He's so coming he's yeah. coming in at what would be 10 for one season. Right. And that's, well, that's what they're saying though. He, he could come back earlier. They're saying that projected wise, he's not so back to January. So, you know, and we've seen, Oh, we just lost Justin. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Count that. That's number one. And we've seen, say, yeah. Keep a tally. <laughs> we've seen how big dudes have struggles coming back. Or also dudes who are, you know, you look at Derrick Rose, who's not big, but those explosive guys, when you start hurting yourself, that explosion's gone, you're done. So it'll, right. be curious, it'll be interesting to see what happens to him if he's able to come back and play and be the same DeMarcus Cousins who was playing before. Wow. Well, Just lost Gordon to him. I don't know, man. I, What's the I, deal I, here? Well, I, I don't know. I mean, again, I – because this I mean, one I'm, I'm hosting. I'm hosting this one now. Right. And it's the and, same thing. But I think I'm good just because, you know, my internet. My, Is it because you and I have, we have grown up adult internet and they don't? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> oh, here you come. All right, there you go. We're, we're keeping your tally tonight, bro. We already got you knocked off one time. When's number you know two what? coming? Gordon, Gordon's off too. I'll say uh-huh. it again. Hey, Anchor, you can hear me? Fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs> Oh man! I don't know, man. It's weird how Dave and I never drop ever. Yeah, well, but you guys are usually hosting, right? Like it's 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 weird. Uh, I'm not hosting this, tonight, so he's not. This is the first time I've hosted, and here comes uh, Gordon again. Yep. So I, I would say this also. Remember, LeBron. I, I do think it was the wrong move for him. I would have stayed in Cleveland over him, but also on the flip side, he's already man. He's already checked out of the league. I think. I think he's he's already thinking about his business, his business life, all the things that are going to be going on for him once he's done. Plus, remember, Magic said, Magic said that, I mean, it's, it's really like Justin was just saying, it's a two-year plan. I mean, they're not, his goal of going to L.A. this year wasn't to try to win the title. Magic, they're trying to make moves for the next season. Like, if they don't get Kawhi this year, they're going to get him next year. Like, they're, they're trying to do things, um, and that's why he signed a four-year deal. I mean, LeBron moving to a team has never done that. 
he's doing it because he believes in, in whatever magic told him about like, look, we're, it's not going to be this first year, but you know, we're going to, we're going to be where you need to be in the second or third year. So, you know, just going to see what happens. I mean, but but I mean, the other thing is LeBron has like what, four years left. He, he's, he's probably right. near and right. He's 32, yeah. 33, four and, years. He's done except him and Chris Paul are still going to be playing out their max contracts. Good job, Chris Paul. Oh my so, god. Chris Paul. Chris Paul got the deal of the whole out of everybody, man. With his injury, his injury prone ass. Jeez. I mean, he's he, he, like Trevor Ariza is gone. So so yeah. you can guard Durant from that team. Like Ryan Anderson is their small forward right now. Yeah. Well, are, you, are you saying you're saying white people can't guard Kevin Durant? I would never I mean Ryan Anderson is a great rebounder. And a great, I mean, a great offensive player. Outside of that, he's giving you nothing. We're going to do in the, in the Warriors series. Like Trevor Reza was guarding Durant the whole time and slowing him down yep. to like 35 and nine a game. Yep. Like, what's Ryan Anderson in it? Yep. Uh, well, they, they, did, I mean, they did sign Gerald Green to a nice little one year, $2.4 million deal. <laughs> Jeez. Well, hey, um, just quickly, speaking of nice deals, how about Dwight Howard to the Wizards? Good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love Gortat. It's bad. Gortat, man. I mean, you know, it's it's too bad because I thought that the the Wiz, man, they really, they got to get rid of John Wall. They got to trade John Wall. I was thinking they would try to put like John Wall and Gortat together in a deal to try to get like AD or Boogie. Like they need a, they need a number one power forward guy that can do it all. And, uh, they lost out on Boogie, man. I mean, obviously Boogie's not going to go to Washington, but they lose out on Boogie. They're going to get Boogie in a year. I mean, they're going to they're still going to get Boogie. God. Yeah, they're going to get Boogie. They got to get Boogie or AD. I mean, they got to get rid of John Wall. I mean, they're good with Bradley Beal and Otto Porter, but they got to get rid of John Wall. I mean, Kelly Oubre is still worth something too. They got to get rid of Kelly Oubre while they can. They got to bring in a number one power forward, man. But okay, so here's um, a question: Knowing the inevitable next season, how much? Pro Bowl, you're gonna watch. That's huge. Zero. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Zero. watch it, but I'm Zero. not gonna be. I'm gonna watch it, but I'm yeah. not gonna be into it. I'm not gonna like. Yeah, care. I'm not watching it. I'm not watching it all to the playoffs. But um, that's not true. I mean, I watch the first couple of weeks like I always do to just see what the rookies are doing, and right. then I'll and then I'll shut it down once college basketball comes around. <laughs> um, do you, uh, how 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 uh, uh, how many other people? What percentage of typical fans? Are gonna have the same feeling of just, eh, I'm done. Uh, let's check out on this one. I think a bunch. I, mean, I, like a lot of people, I think a lot of people were sending out the text to me. Like, I mean, the NBA has been broken now for a couple of years, but right. I think a lot of folks are feeling like this. This might have done it. Yep. Um, yep. I'm with Dave. I, I think I'll probably watch. If I had to guess, I'm gonna watch the Sixers get either swept or <laughs> bounced by the Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals next year. Right. Or maybe the Raptors. If I get Raptors Celtics, I'll probably watch that that series in the in the. And I'm I, I'm still not sold on the Rockets. So depending on what, what the Warriors get as a draw, maybe Warriors uh, Rockets. <laughs> number two, number two, and he's out. So, so yes. look, I, I would say though that the better thing to watch right now, honestly, is uh, the NBA Summer League just started up. And the summer league is always great to watch because you get like you get these rookies that just got drafted, you know they're 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 walking with all kinds of swag, 
at the uh, draft night wearing these fresh suits. And then, and then a couple of them were getting fucking cut the first night of summer. Like, NBA summer. like, you know, they're like, yeah, man, I'm coming in here, man. All I'm going to do is work, man. I'm trying to win titles, you know, all this stuff. And then, like, you know, I don't know if you saw on SportsCenter, I mean, Trey, Trey Young, <laughs> his oh, first no. game, Trey Young shoots like one for 12. Oh. And he's shooting like some just terrible threes. Like, he airballed <laughs> three of them. Like, hey, welcome to the league, buddy. The three-point yeah. line's four feet back. All right, you got to oh. step your game up. <laughs> And so he just – Trey Young comes out there, goes one for 12, although he had like 15 points. So I'm assuming <laughs> he got that from the free throw line. He made like one crazy layup. But it just goes to show you, like, these guys come in here. They come in the draft. They always, they always come in and swagging and everything. And then they, then they get cooked up in the summer league. Now, Grayson Allen, on the other hand, I mean, he came out. He came out looking nice last oh, night. Oh, no. Did he really? Utah. Yeah. Oh. He, was, he, was, he was balling. And, and he had some nice passes. And he had – he actually did some of his 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 Grace and Allen thug like ways. He bowed off some guy and some big, and the guy just like put his hands up, like, "Yo, ref, where's the foul at?" or whatever. So it wasn't like a real NBA guy. I mean, obviously that shit's not gonna happen when he gets when the league really starts and it's like the real players. Someone's gonna punk him. But he uh, he came out there just not taking flack from anybody. He actually played a pretty nice game. So. The summer league is fun to watch because you see some of the rookies first start, you know, starting to play and see what they're what they're going to do. Or if uh, you don't have time for that, you can watch NBA aftermath called the Big Three. Yes, oh, <laughs> I did. I did watch. I actually did watch the first time ever. Uh, it was like three or four nights ago. A Big Three game. Um, I'm trying to remember the name what? of the team, what? but what? It's terrible to watch. First, I only I could only watch like two minutes of it. And I turned it, but. It was a team. It was a team that had Corey Maggette on it. Uh-huh. Corey <laughs> Maggette, oh my god, he's still alive. He's still alive. <laughs> it had um, Katino Mobley on it. Nice. Wow. Katino's hair was so gray. I thought he was a guy that was like older <laughs> that had been like, like, a long time. Like, like it was, it was, it was terrible, man. Like um, I'm trying to remember who was on both of those teams. What? Yeah, I mean, and look, Michael Cooper. Was a coach for one of the teams. Isaiah Cooper was playing. Is he? <laughs> and then the other coach, the coach for the other team, was a woman. It was like Nancy Lieberman Klein or something like that. I can't oh, remember wow. who it was, but yeah, I mean, it was it was uh, it was it was it was bad basketball. Wow. Who's the guy that played at Cincinnati? Um, DeMar- um, oh, um, Kenyon Martin. Kenyon Martin. Kenyon Martin. Got no, not Kenyon Martin. Martin. Not Kenyon oh. Martin. He's he's well, actually the only from one. The, he's actually from the DMV. Um, God, what's his name? I can't remember now, but there were just some guys that you just you just you just hadn't heard of in some while. What was Nancy um, Klein doing coaching yeah. the team? I mean, but here's the thing: here's she's the getting thing. paid. Getting paid. There was by. actually a good amount of people in the stadium watching the game. <laughs> like there was people there. Nope. Um, I would actually rather watch. You know what is good is is the basketball tournament, where it's like all former college guys just getting together with. Like, you know, there's like Bayheim's Army, who's usually pretty good. Uh, the, the team of all former Gonzaga players. I mean, you guys are – it's always usually just in the month of July and the winning team gets $2 million. Have you guys ever watched that? Yo, I was just reading because they're adapting that new rule for the last four minutes, right? Did you, re- um, did you hear about that? I, I, did, I, didn't, I didn't read that, no. What- um, I don't know if we continue this segment because I'm trying to do a segment thing where we might need to cut it. But um, – yeah. Dude has been, and I can't remember his name. He's got this plan 
for how to fix the last four minutes of a game when everybody starts fouling, which the Wizards are going to see plenty of this year with oh, Dwight. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. And so what his proposal, and he did years This is of, for the NBA. This is, this is the well, this is for any basketball, right? Okay, and, okay. Um, the TBT basketball tournament is where they're doing yeah. it this year for the entire tournament. Oh, and, wow. Um, so what they're doing, what he, he did all the math, and he said, okay, here's the, here's the proposal. Whichever team is in the lead, um, when you get under four minutes, the first dead ball under four minutes, whenever that hits, okay, um, whichever you take the higher score and you add seven points to it, and say that is what you guys are playing to. So, example, if one team has 93 and the other team has 85, right? When you get the first dead ball under four minutes, they say, okay, 93, that's the high score. Add seven to that, it's 100. Then all they say is you guys play to 100. Whoever gets to 100 first wins the game. Obviously, (laughs) the team who's ahead has the advantage because they only got to get seven extra points, right? But – it keeps it competitive and it's dudes playing. And if they knock a couple threes down and get a foul, the game, they can, the game yeah. will end sooner without wasting all that time stretching five minutes out to be 25 because of fouls and timeouts, whatever. And it's just, it, it's like, you're almost doing, you know, pickup and it's like, yo, we're playing to 11 and that's game. So, and they throw the clock out at that point too. And so that's supposed to happen on the in this TBT this year, which means I need to watch it to see if it actually works like he's forecasting it. I so, mean, do you need to watch it though? What do you need to watch it though? I need to watch it, yeah, once just to I, see what I'm, happens. I'm not sure you do. I'm not sure you do because so why? Who this? this is going to be pro or college? Which one? This is it's just a theory right now. So they're trying it, they're adapting it for this tournament that Dave's talking okay. about okay. just to see how it works and just mm. to check it out. So Mm. I don't know. It was interesting, though. It's an interesting spin on how to make the last four minutes stop sucking when (laughs) you have to just take foul shots and and shack somebody for the last four minutes. Interesting. Interesting I'll send you guys the link after if I can find it. Or maybe guys will be on. Sometime tonight? Or are you thinking uh, like internet style? (sighs) Hey, how about... Figure out the internet. Good stuff. So, so we um, we're transitioning into a, a new topic here. Um, kind of, kind of changing, uh, changing routes here. Um, so I thought about this. Uh, you know, now that the FaceTime is such a it's such a big deal, and um, you know, I was thinking, like, you know, is how many how many FaceTime conversations are there between two guys? <laughs> so like yeah, you really yeah. thinking about this? <laughs> and and I'll tell you that I'm thinking about this because uh, a coworker of mine was like, Hey listen, um hey listen, uh I I'm in a place where I don't get I don't get good reception. So so can we FaceTime? And I, and I, and I, and I I'm not gonna lie. I was like I wanted to text like no, we no. can't <laughs> <laughs> like you know, we can text and you know if you if I can't call we can't talk on the phone, 
we can text, bro, but I'm not I'm not FaceTiming you, man. Like I, I'm not looking at the phone. I'm not looking at you on the phone and just you know. <laughs> now this is I'm all I mean, this is some weird shit. But I mean if you if you I mean I'm into it. Let's 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 see how this goes. I like it. Um <laughs> I'm just saying now obviously um there there are gonna be guy to guy conversations FaceTime if you know if you know where I'm going. Um so I don't that, I don't that, know where you're going. Where are you? Yeah, what do you mean? Like, like if, you have, if you have a partner, if you have a partner, and okay. okay, so that that's fine. But I'm talking about if 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 you're if you're if you're not if you're not down that road. Um, you know what, man? I'm actually gonna you're kind of because I'm realizing like I've never and I have to have Meg back this up. I don't think I've ever called somebody I care about like one on one by Facetime. Like I call, <laughs> I do my yeah. best time right but not a not like a like a like a romantic interest type partner i've never said hey meg can we facetime <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I, what i'm trying to say is i think it's way more acceptable if your wife said like you guys are in like two different areas and she says she wants to facetime you just so you guys can talk live i think that's okay but like chuck if if or any of you guys like if a co-worker said hey listen man um uh, the only way I can talk to you is you <laughs> FaceTime. Are you going to be down for that? Are you going to say, well, yeah, all right, let's FaceTime, man. Like, I just, I, I, had, to, I had to shut it down. That's me, the way I am. I had to shut it down. I, I can't do that. So, what, do so what was the context? Like, was there any the, the benefit context, to, to talking on, you know, to see his face? Is there any, well, any benefit? I think, I think, I think the, 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 the reason was, like, listen, just so we can, we can talk live rather than <laughs> texting like, listen, the only way that I'm going to be able to talk to you is by FaceTime. And, and again, my, my just my knee-jerk reaction is like, nah, man, <laughs> we, can't, we can't do this. We can text or, you know, we need to talk on the phone. Um, you know, because I just revert. I, I just think about FaceTime where you, you're actually, you have to look at somebody that you're talking to. That's, how, that's, what the, that's the thing about FaceTime. Your FaceTime is the one because you want to look at them while you're talking to them. So the whole premise behind FaceTime is, is, is that. Like, it's this great thing where you can – it's like you're really like you're you're kind of in front of that person. You can see see them live. I just don't think of of talking to another guy. Like I, I don't need to. I don't want to see his face. Like I, through a phone. Like I just I don't know. I just and so I, I, think just, guy, I mean I don't think the guy thing matters. I mean if if a female coworker called me was like, hey, uh, I need to talk live. Can we do a face? I'd be like, what, what do you mean? What, what's the problem? <laughs> yeah, why can't we just talk on the phone? <laughs> Right. Um, so I just thought this would be an interesting conversation because I wonder how many people are thinking like I'm thinking where, um, you know, for, for the millennial age, man, it's like do or die. Like FaceTime's like a regular thing. And I don't, you know, it's like, it's like, that's, what you, that's, that's what you do. Uh, like if you're a high school kid right now. That's what you don't understand how many kids I see in high school. Like they're FaceTiming all the time. Like it's, it's ridiculous. Huh. But but for someone in our bracket, okay, like that that thirty five and above, really, like twenty five. Uh, <laughs> well, well, no, I I I say I say thirty five and above, like people that were born in like the like from like you know eighty two on on down, like you know into the seventies on down, like is obviously FaceTime is not a regular thing for us. So you know you're just like. You know how much do you do it, and if you do do it, you know a lot of times for me it's it's with family. Like I'll Facetime with family so they can see Riley live. 
and and like that's great and it's everything uh like to, you know for our grandparent for grandparents to see their grand granddaughter but like for me personally if i mean like you know i'm not hitting you guys up like hey man uh Hey Chuck, you want to FaceTime real quick? I mean, like, you know, let's FaceTime and, and have a conversation. Like it just doesn't happen. So I'm like, you know, it just, it just, it just came about when it happened with my coworker. I'm just like, man, I wonder how many people are 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 FaceTiming it. Like really, in that upper, like old, you know, you know, older 30s and the 40s and up. Um, you know, I just thought of these that we, you know, guys thought about. It. So for mm. me, it's it's mad awkward just thinking about it. Like yeah. I, no chance, right? And <laughs> um, I definitely am that way with the kids. Like, yeah, we're gonna talk to Mimi and Grandpa, and let's get them on Facetime. Right. Um, at work, I have to have a Skype with the CIO one on one once a quarter. It's how he maintains with all the different people through the department. Yeah. And it's painful because yeah. you're literally looking at somebody straight face to face. Even when you're talking to somebody normally, you don't have that just focused face to face. I mean, the amount of time you're looking somebody in the eye is not very much. Like right. you, we're sitting across the table. I'm looking over your shoulder. We're looking at the TV on the wall. There's not, you know, there's hits of like eye to eye, but it's not like you're locked in and got nowhere else to go. So right. and, and that's that's it right there. Like if you're in a meeting face to face with somebody, you don't really have to look at them eye to eye right. all the time. <laughs> and FaceTime, you do. It's a direct, it's a direct call to that person's phone. So like you have to look at them. Like you can't you can't be on FaceTime and like have your phone, like hold your phone like behind your head and be like and talking to them. Like it's it's <laughs> you have to look at them in the FaceTime. Like <laughs> gotta look at them eye to eye for like it could be 20 minutes man like 20 right. minutes like like straight eye to eye like, you, like what's going on you gotta man? you gotta drop the phone or you gotta you gotta get up and move around you just gotta right. like switch your angles something because otherwise you are staring at that person uh, <laughs> but uh this really lends itself for a good game right like i'm gonna get with my brother-in-law jake or phil and I'll FaceTime those dudes and just stare at them now. Like, that's going to be a game <laughs> that I'm going to try to play just to see what happens. Hey, man. It's just so, it's so weird. It's what's so good? weird. Hey. Yeah, man. I mean, it's – it's. Uh, I'm in on So, that. yeah, I, I thought that was to be an interesting thing to talk about. Now, um, we, we are going to uh, transition a little bit here to a totally separate thing. Um, and we'll do it right after this little break. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Drop in for segment three. Go. All right. So we got, uh, we got this next segment. Okay. Now, now again, um, you know, this, this one just came about, and, and, and again, I, I just thought it would be an interesting topic to talk about and see, you know, wh- where where a man's head is uh, pretty much throughout the years. So, you know, we're, we're, we're going from being a single guy uh, to being a married guy and your mindset behind, um, you know, where what are acceptable places for you to, to, go, to go to the bathroom? And we're talk, talking about dropping a deuce. <laughs> the reason I thought about this was think about when you were uh, you know in college you know, after you after you finished college you're 
your 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 early your early working years in, in real life and just anywhere you you are are you willing to go anywhere <laughs> um whereas you know you have a different mindset when you're married like i mean you don't really care about anything after you get married you're like whatever man and <laughs> it, you get to a point where you're like if you really have to go it doesn't matter where where you are when you're married now, when you're single and you're still trying to prove things and you have this, you know, you, you got to worry about your reputation, your reputation on the line. Like you don't want to be the guy that blows up a spot and, you know, <laughs> you know, you just get blown up for that. Like you, so, you know, I would say for myself, um, being married now, I mean, I don't really care. If like, I have to go, I don't care where I am. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay it down. <laughs> when, before uh, I got married, though, yeah. I mean, there, there's there's certain places I was not going. I mean, I, I would I would it would be mind over matter, and I would wait till I, I, I if I could get home, I was waiting till I got home. Now, obviously, in a code red situation where you know it's just there's just nothing the you can fuck do. Is a code red, man. <laughs> code red is just code, like code, code brown. Code, <laughs> <laughs> code, code red is just like look, man. I mean, it doesn't, you, you, it doesn't matter. Like, you, you know, it's, it's, it's no something denying. that just, right. It's, it's just something that just comes, just rushes up on you, surprise attack, and you got to go. I mean, like, you know, surprise you're, attack. I'm, okay. <laughs> Jeez. And like, you know, you have some Chinese food for dinner and you just got hit after like your first drink in. Like, you're with, you're with a couple of your boys and like, you know, you're single. Like, you know, there's a couple of girl lady friends out there. You're just like, I mean, I, I got to go. And then you're the guy that, that just crushes the bathroom where like everybody's going out, and then you're the guy that everyone's talking about. Like, That's him, man. That's the guy. I saw him go in there. And, like then you, you just got a target on your head. You're like, hey guys, uh, I gotta go. See you later. <laughs> so this, where, uh, where are you guys in that spectrum? I mean, well, this actually came up in a. This is about about three or four months ago, my wife and I, we were talking about, it's more of a male-female difference. Like, right, right. I'll, I'll go anywhere. I, I really don't care. I'll go in a bus terminal if I have to. No, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> no, you won't, man. No, you won't. I mean... I, <laughs> if worst came is the worst, I would. But, you know, she, she... And when I said that, she looked at me like I was the devil. But uh, it's half true. But... uh I think your point, Dave, about when you're single, like if you're like if you're out, you know, you're out on the date, you know, things right. are going well, you know, right. you're back at the crib, yeah, you gotta exercise some Jedi mind power type stuff. Right. And, uh, right. you know, keep it together. But now, you know, you know, I'll be in there on you know, with the newspaper on a Sunday morning just chilling. Right. And uh, you know, it's all good. <laughs> but yeah, That's right. I'll go about anywhere, man. Chuck, just well, I mean, for me. I think it's it's just a different era now. And I mean that from the sense of uh, we're older. So I think with the age comes with it, right? Because after a certain age, everybody's embraced that everybody has to sit on the bowl, right? There's no, there's no escape in that. But even in this age, in this era, I know that, that some of Sydney's friends are, are just ripping farts in the middle of everybody. Like it's nothing. <laughs> And it's like, yo, I remember even back then, if you had that extra brand cereal in the morning and your guts oh. were like churning, you know? Right? Blow. Right? 
<laughs> super Columbus. I just remember those days where I wasn't thinking I would have like raisin bran for breakfast. And by third period, <laughs> yo, I would be like in cramps. I would be miserable. But you couldn't let any of that go until you hit gym and you were outside that you could air it out and run. Well, see, but that's the thing. Like in high school, in high school, I was not trying to touch a bathroom oh, for no chance at all. No chance. Like I was waiting yeah, until I got that home. was yeah, oh, that's sure. the emergency situation. Yeah, emergency code red for sure. <laughs> right, right, no doubt, no doubt. There's no question. I was not going to high school. College was different. It was a regular occurrence for basketball games, like road trips. Man, it was like a fight for the toilet when we got there. <laughs> like guys were running, were running for the toilets. Like yo, we like these last times we get to the away gym, man. And you know the weight locker rooms, man, they shit on you. Like you know, you get the worst facilities and like. Uh, there's usually like one or two toilets tops. It's like guys are running in there trying to get first dibs on the toilet because you don't want to come in after somebody else, man. And uh, you know that food you're eating on the on the road trips is, is running right through you, you know. But then when you get out of when you get out of college, man, it, it just it kind of it's like you're starting over again. Like in college, you don't care. College will go anywhere, but when you get when you get out of real real life, real world, man, like your reputation is on the line. Like you can't. Okay, so here's yeah, here's my thing. Okay, when you're out in the real world, and you run into that uh, away bathroom anywhere, yeah, the first thing I look for is the plunger. Yeah, because <laughs> you, the thing you can't have happen is for that bowl to back up, right? Because the, that's where. That's where things go tragically south quick. Uh, you know, right? it's funny, now it's funny you say that too because I just had an event at a hotel in Chicago. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, always, I always keep the do not disturb on my room. I don't want people to come in and clean it, right? But I, I dropped the hammer on a Wednesday, and I was like, and classically, like you walk in, do the business, then you're like. You go to flush, you're like, this is going to be a miracle if it clears. <laughs> <laughs> and then please it go down, right? please. <laughs> so I'm like, there's no plunger in the hotel room. And I had to wade out into the hallway to ask one of the service folks. Oh, like, wow. Ma'am, I need a plunger for the. And of course, and, and you want to take the high road, so you're like, hey, just, just hand me, just hand me the plunger. I'll, I'll do the work. Right? <laughs> and, and of course, you have to look back, and 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 of course, the lady is like, "You motherfucker!" And like, we can tell they're angry with you, but they're like, if he's volunteering to do it over me, and I'll give him the plunger. So she right. gives me the plunger, and I, I go do what I need to do. I go put right. the plunger back, and I definitely like when I walk back out of the hallway, and I'm like, "Hey, hey, thanks for the, you know, for the big ass plunger." She, the, the look, the look of like, you, you rat bastard. Like, <laughs> I, I like when the hotel people know you stopped up their their toilets. You, like, it's just hot fire. They look at you like they're like, you made my job harder, you bastard. But yeah, least, but yeah. how did you? But I mean, but you took you you didn't make it. You made it easier for them because you no. handled that. No responsibility. Yeah, <laughs> when you're in charge of cleaning the rooms, there's just a different feel. Like, like you almost don't trust yeah. people like me to clear it out, right? So, so <laughs> they, they know that I did what I needed to do, but they don't know until they go in there and clean the room. I, I, in the moment, she was like, "Okay, appreciate that." Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it, 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 yeah. 
And yeah, like, so and so whenever I'm in my in-laws' house, they have all those low water toilets. Right? <laughs> oh, oh, those are the worst. Those are the worst. And so um, there have been one or two times each of us talking about the brother-in-laws on Teresa's side of the family. Each of us has sent out an SOS to the other ones, <laughs> like, "Yo." alert help me out now and we all know exactly what's going on and we're all sprinting out to the garage to get the plunger and Jeez. make it upstairs without making a scene what is going on at the water <laughs> yeah i mean what do you what do you, what do you guys do man I mean, what kind of geez. yeah what kind of work are y'all doing up there no no it's because they got no water in their toilets they got I mean, like, low, low flow is real man it's it's yeah. no good yeah, it's like, oh, we're saving the, the world by using two inches of water in the bottom of the bowl and nothing moves. It's just no. camped out. That's the one, the, one thing that, the one thing that I learned over actually just this past year. Again, it's actually embarrassing to say, but I, I uh, for the forever, I would drop a deuce and just and not flush the toilet right away. Just what? To kind of get rid of the smell. So, like, I would sit I would sit in my own stew for, like, you know, 30 minutes, man. Like, just, like, you know, on my phone, reading, like, whatever it was. And then after you put, you know, you put that TP on top of that, man, like, you're asking for a clock situation. So, over the last year, though, over the last year, I started to realize that, like, yo, as soon as I'm done driving a deuce, flush the toilet immediately. Just to get rid of the smell, the lingering smell, especially when I'm in a public spot, man. I, I flush it quick. As soon as I know I'm done with the services, I mean, I flush it quick. But uh, I, I just started doing that over the past year. Now, that's, was, that's shameful is what that is. is. That's, that is. is shameful. Now, the toughest thing to do, though, you know, you're in a public spot. Let's just say you're in the mall, for instance, and, you know, you just you get hit and you got to go. You know, the mall are infamously usually there's like, you know, there's like eight to ten stall, like, you know, closed door stalls. And like, and you got to pick your poison, you know, very smartly. But it's the worst when you get in there and you're, you're, you're nice and peace and quiet. And some guy comes in after you and just murders the toilet. <laughs> and like, you're, you're sitting there like trying to, trying to hold it together. Man. Like, Jesus, this guy. <laughs> This guy's coming in like, like angry, man. Like he's just angrily crushing the toilet. Um, I think that's the worst situation. If somebody comes in after you, man, and they're just crushing it. Well, I'll tell you what's worse than that. Not because I like one-upping, but when you just get settled and then the cleaning person comes in. And, <laughs> and when the cleaning person at your office is a woman and she's knocking on the door and you know it's punching her in the face, like, oh, what's going on in there? And you're like, yeah, I'll be done in a few minutes. And then you try to to finish up, wash hands, and escape without making eye contact with her because you know she's going to be waiting outside there. Like, great, now I got to walk in on this. That I've, I know that the lady comes and cleans our bathrooms between the 45 and the top of the hour. And so if I wait till 15. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, there's a 15, lot of work being done over there, man. 15 is the safe window. If you get in between 15 and 20, then you're okay because you can chill out there till 30 and not worry about an early arrival that she might show up at 1230 instead of 1245. Yeah. You've got this thing. You have a spreadsheet on your desk. <laughs> the window. <laughs> Well, I mean, because I'm real talk. My window is in the morning, and but it's not in the morning when I get up. It's 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 after I get to work. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's what a bad move. To do? Like, no, you got to get things moving, like, man. You got to... <laughs> how do you move your window other than go on a lot of trips and get your schedule totally thrown off because you're traveling? Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I definitely try to clear my colons before I go to, I'll go to work. I, right? I definitely try to do this every morning, man. Got to clear it out before you leave. And I yes. try, but there's some days when it's just like not hitting me until 9.30. And it's like, damn. I'm stuck. Yeah, I'm with you longer. I, I'm stuck. I, I, know, I, know, you, I know your pain right there. <laughs> <laughs> First time, man. That's that's no. Yeah. So anyway. Well. All right. Good. Yeah. All Wrap right. Up. I'm gonna kill this one, and we're gonna come Quick back. Quick segment the next break. One. Yep. Yep. Segment break. Be right back. We're back for, uh, for our next segment, and uh, this, this segment actually just came around fresh because uh, within a within a week span, um, I was at uh, a, a tournament annually called the USJN Hershey Tournament, and um, obviously the tournament is is, is in is at uh, Hershey Park, and um, they set it up as you. You play, you know, you play your games, five games guaranteed, but they set your schedule where everyone can go to the park for a day, at least. Uh, a lot of people go when they're done playing. Um, and then Chuck, Chuck actually sent a message out, out to all of us in our, in our group chat about, uh, about taking the plunge to go with his family to the park uh, in that heat, in that heat way. And, and uh <laughs> You know, we had some we had some good jokes about the just about the aura around the the American, which if you think about it, there's just so much going on at one time. If you're at the park, you if you take the time to spend to actually people watch or you know between the people that work at the amusement park to the people that go to the amusement park, and then if you just think about um, you know all the, you know food that you, you get. In the park, how much you're spending on this? I just think it's it, it brings up for a great topic of conversation. So, <clears throat> Chuck, I know um, you just you know recently went with your family uh, this past weekend, and um, if I'm not mistaken, you said that this this whole situation was taken care of through through Girl Scouts for Sid. Was that no? This was so. Uh, this weekend was a freebie Her from Teresa's office. Yeah, right? Teresa's yeah. office had everybody out there and we went last fall for free on the girl scouts and uh we were able to get out there after labor day or maybe it wasn't free but it was ultra discount it's like 25 bucks to get in and after labor day they opened it just all the scouts and all the other like service organizations right and that fall experience was money because there was there were people there but not like midsummer like it was on saturday yeah. Saturday was it, it was Thunderdome and right. <laughs> it it hurt my soul and I walked around looking at people and it just made me cringe like I, I was saying something about people leave all their dignity at home when they go to the amusement <laughs> park all their pride pride stays all the pride at home and I'm looking at folks and I'm just like yo what Oh, just, okay, I know that there's a movement to be comfortable in who you are, right? I get that. But being comfortable in who you are 
doesn't mean you need to wear, I mean, there were, and I'm not singling out just women, right? There were dudes in spandex shorts and black sneakers, and that was it, walking around <laughs> like it was just another normal day. <laughs> I mean, it, I mean, it was hot though, right? It was hot, but it wasn't that hot. But people were probably in the water park though. So, like the one thing about, and again, I, I think I think the amusement park is is one of the few places in in, in our country where in society, um, in society, in, right, right, in society where people from all different kinds of tax brackets, yes. Meet in the same is place. A crossroads. Like usually it's like, you know, like I said, if you're in DC and you're going to a nice club, like you're, you're going to be around other people that are, that are in your, you know, in your, in your tax bracket. Um, you're not going to have a lot of just like random guys showing up that probably shouldn't be there. But in the amusement park, there's going to be people that are like making loads of money down to the person who like, like Chuck, you were saying is showing up at a park, even though they have no money. Mm-hmm. So like you, you get all those mixes, which which is why I think the amusement park is one of the best places that people watch. Uh, <laughs> like just like just like just take a like a take like a ten or fifteen minute break, sit down, have something to drink, and just watch what is going on. I mean, but there's see, just so much going on. You can't you can't take breaks anymore when you have kids because well, you have a family because <laughs> my kids now they're like, yo, pop we got to get to the next coaster. Let's move, you know, and they, right. they're on this focused right. mission. And I didn't get to do any of that except keep brushing by them. And you know what it reminded me of, just, do you remember Sweaty Guy on the Metro back in the old Oh, yeah. Falls? I mean, that's, <laughs> that's, that's Swamp Ass. With swamp Ass, geez. Um, The Metro is another place where uh, the cross section of cross section of well, but not like not like in I mean no. in DC not anymore because because I mean DC is it's stupid it's right there well, but, right but but you still get the random like like homeless guy or a drunk guy <laughs> like, is trying to feel everybody up on the train well so listen this is this is one of my favorite stories right and this is Justin and I used to experience this routinely we would get on at what was it East Falls or East, East Falls. Falls. And we would get on on one end of the train, right? And we'd be standing there. <laughs> and I'm sorry, we'd get on in the middle. We would get on in the middle. And this dude would get on at West Falls. And he had on the blue mechanic shirt like Vin Diesel would wear, right? That would have his name on over the, the left breast that would say like, like Frank, Frank or Frank, whatever. Right? <laughs> Frank. Frank the car guy. Okay, Frank the car guy. But here's the thing. Frank would get on the train at the far end. <laughs> Justin and I would be in the middle, and he would be so sweated through his shirt at whatever time it was, <laughs> 7 a.m., that it was it – was, you could see the sweat through the dark blue mechanic shirt, right? And then he would start walking from one <laughs> end of the train to the other, like brushing up against people because the train was packed then. And brushing up people as he would, like, slide between them and get from one end of the train to the other. And when he'd hit the next stop, he would switch cars and he would, <laughs> he would get on the, the far end of the next car and we would watch him through the window, do the same thing. So my man would get on. And I remember plenty of times we'd be, Justin and I'd be talking middle of the car. So we'd be like, yo, yo, sweaty guy, sweaty guy. And we would jump back against the doors in the middle section to make sure that sweaty Frank would not rub up against up us on, yeah. early in the morning. <laughs> And this is all to say that's what King's Dominion is like, and that's what Hershey Park is like. Because <laughs> well, this, everybody is so, <laughs> so sweated out, and everybody is so like 
nylon spandexy and 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 just soaked through and nobody cares where they're walking and everybody brushes up against each other and it's just a park full of sweaty frank and i hate it well i was <laughs> gonna say that's the other thing that, that i really can't stand at the amusement park is when you're in line there's always one high school or college couple that is just neck just just making out like straight up straight up handwork handwork all over the body like full of lip syncing making out they're like come on man i mean this freaking line waiting some of those lines you gotta wait for like 30 minutes you're 30 minutes you're watching this couple just straight make out just go at it like just go at it it's like a nasty looking couple too like it's not anything you want to you want to see man it's like god every time i go to the park i see that crap and then you got it Bro, you can't stop looking at me. You can't stop looking. You're like, you can't believe they're doing it. You're like, what are you guys doing? And even if they're behind you, because the way the line curls back on itself, you right, end up right. looking at oh, it. Snake line. Right, yeah. right, right. The, the snake line. Oh. <laughs> you might not see it for like a minute, but then you, when the snake line oh. is again, you run into it for like right back, minutes. right back in your face. Um, Jeez. But you're, you're right. I mean, now the other thing I, I think families don't think about when they go to the park is about how much money they're going to be spending. Oh my God. Uh, I think some people go to the park and like, yeah, you know, just gonna get on the rides and blah, 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 we're done. But no. Like, between the, the, the hot dog, fries, and soda you just got for $25, and, <sighs> and like, you know, Hershey Park, you know, you got Candy Shop over here, you got Hershey over here, you got Reese's Pieces over here, kids want all this stuff. And then you gotta play the games to, to win the stuffed animals. I mean, before you know it, man, you go with a family of four, you might be throwing 500 down. I mean, well, like, I mean, yeah, really. I mean, if you're really balling out, yeah, you know. yeah, I mean, that's so. I mean, like I said, you know, those are the great things about the, the park. Now, I think the other good thing about the park is if you're a true park person, and let's say, you know, again, you're, you're not going with your family, like you're just going with some buddies, you're Justin if, Bell, yeah, Justin right, Bell, if, check. If, if, if you're good, you're gonna get to the park right when it opens, okay? And I did this with Scrib. And another guy that I coached with, we went to Kings Dominion one. This is like five years ago. This was we last got, week. Yeah, don't lie. It was last weekend. <laughs> no, it, it wasn't. Yeah. So this was about five years no ago. No judgment. And um, we got down to Kings Dominion when it opened at like 9 or 10 o'clock. I can't remember what time it was. We basically, we went in there, and our only goal was to crush out every roller coaster in the park like numerous times. Okay, so we went up there on a weekday morning to make sure that we were, you know, we weren't getting crushed out by a crowd. Yep, yep. And we went on what we call the triangle of death at King's Dominion. <laughs> um, and followed that with the code red. Yeah. Right, right. So <laughs> the triangle of death is actually only two roller coasters, but you go on one first, then you go to the other, and you go back to that other one. Okay, and that's what I'm talking about, like, like simultaneously, like right away. So you go on the Intimidator first, the one that's like the, it's like the the, yep. uh, the Dale Earn, the Dale Earnhardt. Mm -hmm. I can't remember what race. Yeah, it's the race car one. Right, right. Yep. So this is this is before they slowed it down. Now, if you guys remember when they originally opened the Intimidator, um, it was known where people would black out like on the drop. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so like awesome. if you if you get on the if you and the only way to ride to me the only way to ride a roller coaster is you sit in the front front seat. So. You get in the front. You have to now. You have to sit in the front row. You sit in the front row, and that drop on the Intimidator is so deep, and it goes right into a, a circular tw like twirl. So like like a like 
and so you go straight down and on, on that circular twirl is where you black out. So <laughs> if you sit in the front, you go down that you go down the dip, you go on a circular twirl, like you you literally are you're out for like a second, second and a half. Your your eyes are closed, like you don't even know what happened. So you go through the intimidator, you get done, and you go right over to um what's the one that's indoors? Uh fear of Oh yeah, the flight of fear, maybe. Yeah. So you go right into Flight of Fear, which to me, Flight of Fear is the most unsafe and dangerous ride in the park. It's the best ride at Kings Dominion. It's not even close. It's not even close. <laughs> but it's also the most dangerous ride in the park. All right, you That's what makes it the best ride in the park. Right. You just get Flight of Fear, yeah. there's, there's literally, on pretty much almost the entire ride, you just see nothing. Like, it's complete dark. Oh. You have no idea where you're going. It's the greatest and, ride in the park. One that's like six feet tall, like you, you're you're thinking the whole time your head might just get clipped off because it's it's so many twists and turns in in like in so tight and you don't have harness over your shoulder. You only have the harness in your waist, so you feel like you're about to fall out. And when you get done, you're like you're just you're seeing space for that. So so what you do is after flight of fear, you go back to the intimidator. <laughs> To get right what are you again? trying to prove? Wow. Yeah. What, wow. what are you trying to prove it? Is right, right. Here's the thing: we did it, and literally we had to sit down for almost twenty minutes. I was say, you did it for the rest of the day. You know, you just can't do anything else after that. But the flight of fear, man. I mean, that ride is. I remember when flight of fear first opened. It it, it took hours to get in there. I mean, it was the line was crazy to get in the flight of fear. Um, but they have air conditioning in that room. So you get once you get inside, you're getting cooled off. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then the launch for Flight of Fear oh is God. the best part oh of being in the entire park. Like, yeah. It's amazing. Uh, now I will say though, um, arguably the, the most dangerous ride at at King's Dominion is um is the Grizzly. Now yeah, the Grizzly, sure. um, almost every time you get on it, you feel like you're going to die in that one turn, that one sharp turn. Because the whole the whole roller coaster just it's rickety. Like you feel like the whole thing is going to break. Well, you think it's going to collapse on right. itself the whole time. <laughs> um, I, I want to know though if the Grizzly is still open. I've been to Kings Dominion really since that time, about five years ago. So I wonder if the Grizzly is still around. I mean, it's definitely still around. Um, just straight dangerous ride. Now I know I know we uh, we got a few more segments here, but we could definitely uh, shift those to the next show for sure. Yeah, it's time for me to wrap it up for the evening here. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Good work, boys. Oh, and by the yeah. way, I have to I have to point out that um, my whole family is downstairs right now watching TV, eleven twenty Eastern time, and wow. both both my is your wife still awake? No, she's asleep. Yeah. Okay. 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 <laughs> All right. Both the kids are awake, and they are both wearing t-shirts and mesh shorts. And that warms my heart because I know I've had a say, profound but... positive impact on their lives. So. <laughs> you did it, man. Nice work. <laughs> like father, like daughter, like, like father, son. like daughter, like son. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's great. Daddy, I want to wear some khaki shorts that are made of cotton. Shut up, boy. I want some mesh shorts right now. <laughs> They're breathable. That's great. I got some linen shorts y'all want to put on, Daddy. Shut up. Put those mesh shorts. It's good work, Chuck. It's good work, buddy. Are, are they, Chuck, are, are the shorts from the East Bay catalog? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the East Bay. Oh, well Jeez. played. Well played. That's great. That's great. <laughs>
All right, boys. Well, all right, guys. Uh, that's it. Short show number four in the books. I'm out. All right, now. Good talk, people. Catch you guys Happy on the next fourth. <laughs> Yeah, see you.